Good day, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast on the most important news from Europe and the Mediterranean. We'll start with the EU. In 2020, there were 34% less requests for asylum than in previous years. Germany, Spain, and France saw the highest number of applications, Cyprus the most per capita. According to Eurostat, a total of 416,000 people submitted first-time applications for international protection, most of them in Germany, then in Spain, France, Greece, and Italy. The five countries together received 80% of all asylum requests. Austria was the only country among the nine EU states with more than 10,000 first-time asylum requests, where the number of applications increased in 2020 compared to the last year by 17%. In all other countries, requests went down significantly, with Greece seeing the largest decrease, 49%, and Italy, 39%. The countries with the lowest numbers of asylum requests per capita were Hungary, followed by Estonia, Poland, and Slovakia. Syrians, 15%, Afghans, 11%, Venezuelans, 7%, and Colombians, 7%, submitted the highest number of asylum requests, together making up 40% of all first-time asylum applications in the EU member states in 2020. Again, the EU. European MPs adopted reports calling on Serbia and Kosovo to do more to investigate suspected wartime gravesites and resolve hundreds of remaining missing persons cases from the 98-99 Kosovo war. Over 1,600 people, mostly ethnic Albanians but also Serbs, remain missing from the Kosovo war. The report also urges Serbia to make more efforts in rejecting hate speech and the glorification of war criminals and supporting domestic prosecutors in bringing perpetrators to justice. All the reports on former Yugoslav countries urge political leaders to support the creation of RECOM, a commission to establish the facts about all the war crimes and other human rights violations committed in the region. Serbia. On Friday, the 26th of March, Serbia started to vaccinate its migrant population in order to curb the COVID spread in refugee camps. France. France bears heavy and overwhelming responsibilities over the 94 Rwanda genocide, a report by French historians states, but they found no evidence of French complicity. At least 800,000 people died when ethnic Hutu extremists massacred minority Tutsis and moderate Hutus. The Rwandan government said it represents an important step toward a common understanding of France's role in the genocide against the Tutsi. A Hutu elite ruled Rwanda when the genocide took place in April, June of 94, but they were later ousted by the Tutsi-led Rwandan Patriotic Front, RPF, under Paul Kagame, who is now president. The report blames the then-French president, François Mitterrand, for a failure of policy towards Rwanda in 94. The findings are being made public after years of French official secrecy over links to the Hutus who ruled Rwanda. Ethiopia. According to UN reports, two refugee camps in the Tigray region were completely destroyed. On the 23rd of March, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed finally admitted that Eritrean forces had crossed the border to join the offensive against the Tigray People's Liberation Front, the TPLF, also admitting that human rights violations had been committed during the conflict, but omitting any public remorse. On the 26th of March, the same PM and Nobel Prize um, winner, Peace Prize actually, announced the Eritrean troops um, that had actually been looting public property and committing atrocities against civilians would withdraw from the country. 
the friendship between the two states lives on. According to the opposition parties, about 52,000 people have been killed in ethnic cleansing operations since November last year. And as long as the political crisis that caused the conflict is not solved, the region will not come to peace. Egypt. The cargo ship blocking the Suez Canal may take weeks or even months to dislodge. Approximately 400 ships laden with oil and goods destined for ports around the world are still stranded in the canal and which, with each passing hour, the economic cost of the disruption grows more consequential. 15% of international commerce depends on the Suez. The vessel has been wedged in the canal since last Tuesday. The 190-mile-long artificial waterway is a vital international shipping passage. So far, the attempts to free the cargo have failed. Egypt, again on Friday, in the region of Upper Egypt, two trains collided after the emergency brakes were pulled by an unknown person. The tragic crash resulted in 32 victims and 165 wounded. The Egyptian president threatened consequences for the ones responsible. Egypt has one of the most extended as well as oldest railway networks, but funding allocated for maintenance is very low. Therefore, the frequent accidents, over 1,700 in the last four years. According to government sources, about 10 million pounds would be necessary to repair the damaged railways. Germany. The EU Council uh, wishes dialogue with Turkey despite some significant differences and welcomes the recent de-escalation in the Eastern Mediterranean brought about by the discontinuation of illegal drilling activities, the resumption of bilateral talks between Greece and Turkey, and the forthcoming talks on the Cyprus question under the auspices of the United Nations. Chancellor Angela Merkel stressed the need to maintain contact with Turkey at all levels and indicated her support for continuing the EU-Turkey migration deal, which, according to her, has proven its worth. It has reduced illegal migration. It has made more difficult um, the situation for people smugglers to operate. And above all, it has helped many, many refugees. End of quote. The agreement has been criticized by many NGOs working in the humanitarian field, and one such organization, Intersos, said on March the 16th that the deal was all about a containing, containment policy, Intersos stated. Over the years, the deal has done nothing but trap people in endless waiting, depriving them of basic human dignity and forcing them to relive the same traumas. Lebanon. Amnesty International says Lebanese security forces have committed shocking violations, including torture, against some Syrian refugees in Lebanon over the past 10 years. According to the report, um, uh, Syrian refugees have been arbitrarily arrested on terrorism-related charges and tortured using techniques similar to those used in Syrian government jails between 2014 and 2021. Lebanon is home to some 1.5 million Syrian refugees. The situation in Lebanon is still alarming. Protests go on as authorities hike bread price for the third time in the last nine months. And finally, Malta. Three African youths face 30 years in prison after being accused of hijacking the ship Ellie Blue. The merchant vessel had been instructed to take 808 people aboard to Libya, an unsafe port. But on March the 28th, 2019, it entered Malta, thanks to the three youths. The three young men were arrested and charged with crimes mounting to terrorist activity. They have pleaded not guilty and are awaiting trial. 
the case is now at a standstill, awaiting the outcome of a magisterial inquiry, while human rights advocates around the world call for the charges to be dropped. According to the International Alliance of Human Rights Activists in support of the three youths, collectively known as the Ellie Blue Three, Mantha is trying to make an example of the accused to deter others from protesting pushbacks to Libya. And with this last piece of news, we thank you for your attention.